You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape. This is podcast episode number 210. In this episode, three ways to find out if you're injury prone, learn to harness the power of your inner support system, and how to spot and avoid weight loss scams. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape-up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode... Well, after a bunch of trial and error, I finally found a software to replace my previous one, and this one is definitely much more advanced, so it might take me a little while to get used to it, but hopefully it sounds just as good as before. Just a couple of updates on what's going on. We're still working on the Quick Fit Club, and you can check that out at quickfitclub.com. Actually, there's just a um, sign-up sheet there so that I can notify you when it is ready. But what we're developing is not only a whole workout program that you would follow pretty much day by day for each month, we're also doing it as a seasonal type of program. So you have a different theme for each month. You've got different workouts for each month. You've got different recipes, menu plans, the whole deal so that it always stays fresh. And these are your quick fit workouts, which are workouts that get you the most bang for your buck, the best exercises in the least amount of time. And this is actually going to be a home workout training system. So there's no excuses. You'll have to do about half an hour of exercise three times a week, and you'll definitely see some really great changes in your body because you'll be doing the right things. And of course, it's going to be video. So you and I will be doing it together. So if that sounds good to you, get on over to quickfitclub.com and sign up for the uh, notification list. And that way, when we are all set and ready to roll, you'll be the first to know. Now in training, we're gonna talk about injuries. And you may realize that you are more injury prone than some other people, but you might also be going to the gym every day and not realizing that you could be a candidate for an injury. So we're gonna actually talk about the three groups of people who could be more injury prone unless they take some precautions before they start to work out. Now, the first one is the true beginners. This is someone who is just starting to exercise. And the biggest problem with them is that they tend to be overzealous when they get into the gym. They try to do as many exercises as possible and then they pay for it the next day. It's great when you're doing the exercise, but you forget that, you know what, you're doing a lot for the first time and that's going to catch up to you. So having a sensible plan and working with a trainer to get you on a program that hits some of the large muscle groups and really you don't need to do a lot when you're beginning training and that's actually the best time because you gain strength quickly, you gain flexibility quickly and basically you start to see changes right away. So make sure you do get a proper program, maybe just uh, probably about five exercises is what I would give a true beginner and make sure you have the right type of footwear. 
which means sneakers. Now sneakers without socks is gonna give you a problem with your feet too. So of course you wanna get the right kind of sneakers and you always wanna wear socks. And it's just true for any activity you do. You always wanna have the proper footwear. So we know having proper footwear is gonna help alleviate some of the problems you might have with your ankles, maybe even your knees, but you might forget that having too much exercise is gonna work too many muscles and really kind of take your body into a shock level. And you wanna ease into it. That's always the best way to go. Less is more, especially when it comes to exercise. And it's never been more true that you don't have to do a million things. You know, more is not better. It's the quality of your workout that counts. Now, when your muscles are weak, you can be very prone to doing things incorrectly, especially if you're not familiar with the exercises. So I would definitely recommend getting with a trainer who can watch you do the exercises and make sure that you're doing the proper form, not just for the first time you do it, but maybe for the second or third. So that way, if you have a couple of sessions, you can be sure that you've got the right form ingrained and you can keep repeating that and that's probably one of the biggest mistakes I see is that people will begin a program they'll get with a trainer they'll learn exercises and then all of a sudden the next day they're doing something completely different the best time to learn things properly is when you've just been taught them so whether you're learning new exercises or whether you're a true beginner starting out if your trainer gives you a program Start reinforcing the proper form by doing those exercises regularly. Don't start jumping around to something that you see somebody else doing. And that's another whole other thing because you know what? You don't want to jump into an exercise that's not appropriate for your body type, for your fitness level, and for your health history. Just because you're an avid cyclist or runner doesn't mean you're ready to do the same type of weight training program as somebody else. So again, very important to have something that is tailored to you, not only so that you can enjoy it, but so you can get the best results and eventually reach the goal that you're training for. Now the next category is one that probably most of you fall into, and these are the regular exercisers. Now if you've been exercising for a long period of time, you might actually assume that you're less likely to be injured, and that's not necessarily true. These exercisers are more likely to become kind of complacent and forget some of the basic rules that you may have learned in the beginning. Um, Sometimes regular exercisers take shortcuts. They get kind of lazy in their workout program and maybe they use poor form to overcome some limitations and that can result in injuries. And I'll give you a really great example of this. I see it all the time. It's with the bench press and your rotator cuff. A lot of people have rotator cuff weakness because they don't address it until something goes wrong. What ends up happening is they start doing bench press. They find that they can't really do the full range of motion because their shoulders hurt. And the reason their shoulders hurt is because they're not using the proper form. They also have weak support systems in those shoulders, which are those rotator cuff muscles that all work together to make sure it stabilizes. And what they end up doing is shortening the range of motion. So now the bench press or chest press ends up becoming a very short range of motion that puts all the stress on the shoulders. So without the chest actually being the prime mover, the shoulders are definitely gonna become injured. They're gonna be overworked, they're already weak to begin with, and you get that whole downward spiral where people say, well, I have bad shoulders, I can't do that. And you know, I've always said that there is no bad body parts, just weak muscles. And That's really what it is. There's weak muscles, there's a muscle imbalance. Either way, it's something that needs to be addressed from the beginning. So if you have even the slightest bit of shoulder situation, 
get a rotator cuff routine. As a matter of fact, I just stuck some of them on the golferstretch.com website that I'm doing. Um, that Those exercises are great for any sports, not just for golf, but since most people end up with shoulder problems because we do crazy things, it's a good idea to train the rotator cuffs regularly, or actually rotator cuff system. There's not one specific muscle that is that. There's actually four different muscles. But anyways, that's another thing. Um, the important thing is that you get some work, especially for those external rotators. And if you have no idea what that means, then you might want to consult a trainer to get some good exercises. And I actually use them as a warm up for all of my workouts. Um, I've always had a history of neck and shoulder problems from being a competitive swimmer. And the only way I can really keep myself on track and without being in pain is to make sure I have quality training for my back and I do regular rotator cuff exercises. They don't take very long. They work great as a warm up. And you know what? You just got to do them, especially if you're into playing any type of sports especially tennis, golf, uh, football, anything that requires throwing, volleyball, any of those sports, even if it's just a weekend fun game, you know, you definitely need to warm up those muscles because that's where you're going to be at risk of injury. Now, the other problem that regular exercises, exercisers can face is those little micro traumas that go on in your muscles all over time. And that's either over workouts or sports or just carrying groceries in. You a lot of times have all of these little muscle tears that might not make much of a difference, but when you start adding them all together, they can certainly pile up and show up at one time as a frozen shoulder or an aching knee or a lower back pull. And of course, anytime you have some sort of injury, it's going to be detrimental to your workout program. You'd be surprised how something as small as a tight muscle in your neck can ruin every single body part as far as working out, even doing the bicycle or just walking. I mean, you can be in pain with the slightest thing. So keeping on top of it and going for more of a preventative approach is always going to be your best bet. And, you know, that's why we always say warm up, stretch, stretch your muscles during your workout while they are warm and more pliable and make sure you do what you need to to recover from your workouts. Now, your injuries can come from improper form, they can come from using too much weight, uh, poor warm-up practices like we just talked about, and of course, muscular imbalances when one muscle is much stronger than the opposite muscle. For example, if your quadriceps are very, very strong, but your hamstrings are weak. And let's face it, a lot of times if something's weak, you end up skipping it, don't you? Or you kind of do a little bit of a half-ass workout with it. Well, turn that around and make that a priority because if something's weak, it's going to be prone to injury and you know your weak body parts. The same thing goes for right and left. If you're right-handed, then most of the time the front part of your right side is going to be stronger than the left. So for example, your right biceps is going to be strong, but your left biceps is going to be weaker. Your left triceps will be stronger, but your right triceps will be weaker. So now you need to think about which side you're starting with. And we've talked about how you can reprogram yourself to begin always with your weaker side. And it's not going to be the same side for every single muscle. So finding these weak points and then using them as an excuse to strengthen them. Because you're never going to be 100% evenly balanced because of the way we do things day to day. But the closer you can get to that balance, the better off you are, not only in your strength, 
but also in preventing injuries and of course the longevity of your muscles and that's kind of what we're doing all of this for as well, isn't it? Now the main thing I want you to remember from this is that if you're starting to have some aches and pains or any other symptom of a possible injury, do some research and find what the cause is. That way it's not going to explode out of proportion and ruin your workouts for several months or in some cases even a year. So recognize any symptoms that something's not quite right and work on it. Now the last group of people that are prone to injuries are the out of shape type people. And they could be beginners or they could be people that have worked out before. So let me kind of break down these two types of people. One is those people who were fit and healthy but stopped exercising. And then the other would be those who have never exercised or even been active before. So you can see those are two very diverse groups. And the ones who once were fit and healthy and quit their program are probably more likely to be injured because they're going to try to pick up where they left off. And if they're overweight in either one of the groups, they're going to risk some serious injury from straining or causing stress on their lower body, more specifically their knees, their lower back, the lower leg. So they should definitely begin with just a few basic exercises maybe even just machines to help them keep themselves in the proper form. And that will help develop strength and flexibility. And that way they can ease into it and not make that big, huge jump and risk an injury. Now, like I said, the people who used to exercise and then quit are definitely the worst ones for this because they definitely want to jump right where they were before. They tend to forget, oh, I used to do this. Well, they used to do that 10 years ago. And there's a big difference between 10 years ago and two weeks ago. So if you've been kind of slacking in your exercise program, really take an honest look and find out, has it been just a month, two months, three months, more than a year? Because it makes a big difference in your body as far as how it's going to respond. You give it too much, it's going to be overloaded. You give it just enough and it's going to respond. So don't ever feel like you have to pick up where you left off or that your body is in the same shape. It might be better in some areas and it might be worse. The main thing is just to use your head and do things right and get some proper instructions so you don't lapse into any bad habits. And speaking of that, what all of this boils down to, no matter which category you're in, is that you need instruction. Even if it's just a refresher course with a trainer, just to make sure that you're doing the proper form, or maybe you want to learn some new exercises, or maybe you want to get some extra tips on how to do a certain body part, definitely get instruction. You'll never know that you've developed bad habits until somebody points them out, and that's what a professional can do for you. Now, one last tip for this training section is I want you to know that when you see someone doing an exercise in the gym, no matter how good they look, always talk to a trainer first because you should never assume that the person's doing the exercise correctly and you should never assume that the exercise is appropriate for your fitness level, your health history, and your goals. Definitely check with a trainer to find out because a lot of times people might look great, but they might not necessarily be doing the exercises correctly. I see it all the time. And what's even more important is that if you do something that somebody else is doing and you get injured, again, you're going to be out for a long time. And that would certainly be counterproductive to trying to reach any goals or have your body change at all. So be smart and get some help, get some instruction, make sure you're doing things right so you can reap the benefits.
Now in motivation, we're going to talk about your inner support system. Did you know you have one? Well, you do. And in the Mindset Makeover book, we actually talk about harnessing the power of this inner support system. Now let's go back to several podcasts ago and see if you've actually written down your I am statements. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you definitely missed that episode and you're going to have to go back and listen. And tell me, have you written down your mantra? Do you say it daily? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Well, again, that actually was, I'll put these all in the show notes for you because I, I certainly want to make sure that you can touch back on these past episodes. Um, the mantra one is the, the fitness episode 162. And that is your chant. That is your go-to phrase for when you're not quite feeling yourself or maybe not feeling the self-confidence that you know you really have inside. So your mantra is something that you would say. And for a lot of my athletes, it's I am strong and powerful or um, I am moving forward every day. I can reach this goal. Um, I can do this basically is one mantra that a lot of people use. Uh, Just giving yourself that little extra pep talk. Now, in some of the other other episodes, we've also talked about the self-support technique, which is using statements like, that's just like me. I always get my workouts in on time. Or that's not like me. I never skip a workout. And this helps to retrain your brain because your brain is just full of habits and it's full of thoughts that are not necessarily true. And when you make statements like this, you might actually feel uncomfortable. You have to refocus your thoughts the right way. And it's really too easy to put ourselves down when we need to be supporting ourselves. I mean, you should be your own best friend. So think about what you say to yourself in your head and see if it's supportive or not. Because if you're not reaching your goals or you're not seeing your body change, it might be more a fact of the way your brain is supporting you than it is what you're actually doing. Now, something that we tend to forget is that Every day we have a choice. You have a choice to either support yourself with the right thought patterns, which sometimes you'll find some negativity creeping in and you just change it with that I am statement or your mantra or your that's not like me. And you always put it in the positive present tense for the statement. I mean, that's the way you're going to ingrain it into your body. You don't ever want it to be in the future or in the past. It needs to be right here in the present. And basically with everything that happens in your life, you have that opportunity to determine the meaning and to maybe learn a new lesson that'll empower you for the future. Because sometimes things do repeat, it's just how we are prepared for them if we make the same mistakes or not. So if you look at life's challenges in ways that will strengthen you, you won't be weakened. I mean, I I know it sounds kind of simplistic, but the choice is yours. Really, you can choose to support yourself Not kick yourself when you're down. And I know a lot of people do that. So turn that around right now. Use the phrase to put things in perspective. And this is a great way to kind of get yourself back on track and say, what would I say to my best friend if they were talking like this? You know, I'm sure you wouldn't say some of the things that you say to yourself. So get yourself back on track, put your perspective in place. And remember that you do have the ability to be your own best friend and your own cheerleader. I mean, who knows you better than you? You definitely possess the strength to pick yourself up when you're down and to brush yourself off and to rekindle that drive. Yeah, sometimes it's harder than others, but you know what? You make a mistake, you learn from it, and you go forward. You've learned something. Maybe you've learned something that works. Maybe you've learned something that doesn't work. 
As long as you can learn something, you're still making progress. So you can use your focus and motivation to not only support yourself, but drive yourself towards better things. Now, in case you didn't notice, the reason why most people don't get in shape is not because they're not doing the right exercise. It's not because they're not eating the right foods. It's because they don't have the right mindset. Sure, there's lots of exercises out there that work, and there's lots of programs that work, and there's lots of eating plans. And, you know, healthy eating is something that we can learn very easily off the internet or from books or whatever. And with all of that information out there, you would think that everyone would be in shape especially with all the different programs you can purchase off the internet or off the seen on TV ads. Well, look around. There's not that many people in great shape. There's a lot more people that are obese than there are too lean or in contest shape or even just feeling good about themselves. So what's the thing that's missing? It's the mindset. Nobody addresses that. And that's why each time we do a podcast, We address that so that you can take some of those tips and start using them. If you're consistent with your workouts and you're consistent with healthy eating, your body should change. If it's not changing, something's not right. You're either not being truthful with yourself. Maybe you're not getting the workouts in as often as you think you are. Maybe you're not eating as well as you think you are. Or maybe you're just not supporting yourself and you're just kind of putting yourself into that vicious cycle of falling off the wagon and on and off and on. And that is something that's not necessarily as much your cravings and things that you give into and that you're weak. It's that you've got these thoughts in your head that don't support you and push you towards those actions. So when you find yourself doing something that's going to blow your diet or you find yourself wanting to skip your exercise session, change it. Change it right away. And then you're going to be able to complete what you're supposed to do and become successful. So make the choice to change those thoughts, turn them into a positive present tense statement that supports you and start watching your mindset and your habits change for the better. Of course, you've learned a lot of these tips on motivation in the podcast, but if you kind of wanted all of them in one central spot with some great worksheets, then the Mindset Makeover book is available at the book patch.com and of course you know I've got links to all that but it's all of the consolidated information nice and tight so you can get through it quickly and start applying it right away and see changes in your attitude and your body and just everything in your life around you Now, I know a lot of times you'll see different advertisements for this Miracle Cure weight loss product, or this is the best system ever to work out and lose weight. And on the commercials, you'll see these people go from being big to being real small, and you just feel really convinced, or maybe you're just kind of falling all into their marketing trap. Either way, there are some serious scams going on with the weight loss supplement industry and just the weight loss industry in general. So how do you spot a scam versus something that you know is solid information. Well, I'm gonna give you a couple of tips for these. The first one is that anything that's unsolicited, any email, any um, letter that you get in the mail, if you get those anymore, um, there are definitely going to be some scams in there. And when I say scam, I don't mean that, that they're really gonna take you for all your money, but they're gonna maybe not tell you the whole truth about some things, and you might get your expectations higher than they should be for a particular product. Now, unfortunately, sometimes your email ends up on a list that 
you didn't put it on. And that's why it's very important when you do sign up for email newsletters and things like that, that you see if there is a privacy policy. And I know at least on the types that I use, the privacy policy is always there. Um, it definitely states that we will never give your address to anyone else or use it for anything other than what you're asking for. Because basically, if you're asking for certain information on a certain subject, that's what you should get and nothing else. So if you start getting emails about some Chinese herb that's a miracle cure for weight loss or for uh, bloatiness or anything at all that you didn't ask for, that should be a red flag right there. So just like anything else, if it's unsolicited, if you didn't ask for it, if you didn't confirm it and you're not familiar with who's sending it, just delete it because there's no way that anyone who is reputable is going to give you an email that's just full of nonsense and just high hopes and miracle cures because I think we should know by now that that's not really true. Now, speaking of miracle cures, that's another sign that you have a little bit of a weight loss scam going on there. And again, I say scam just in the sense that they're not telling you the whole truth. They're trying to take your money and not really give you what they're saying that they're going to give you as far as your results go. There is no miracle cure. Did you know that? I think you did. There's no miracle product. There's nothing that's going to melt fat from you all by itself with you sitting on the couch. No matter how many times people say that, not going to happen. These are supplements. Supplement to your regular activity and your regular eating. They help to fill some of the gaps, but they're not going to do all the work for you. So if you find a weight loss product that says, take this and sleep and you'll drop 20 pounds, it's not going to be true. Read the fine print and make sure you do a little bit of research on your own. Now, unfortunately, with the internet, not everything you pull up on a search is going to be 100% accurate. A lot of times it's advertisements and you need to take a look at the little shaded area or maybe it'll say advertisement in the bottom or sponsored. And those are going to be indications that that particular search item or that particular link is really a sales page and not necessarily founded research. Now, unfortunately, there's a whole new way of doing things here with the internet, and a lot of people I know have been falling kind of prey to this. They um, sign up for a free trial, three-month trial of a product, and all they have to do is pay the shipping and handling of like $4.95, and they get this product free. But what they forget or don't read or whatever, the, the uh, product is starting on an automatic renewal, which is great if it's something that you think is helping you. Um, but it's not so great if all of a sudden you're getting product in the mail that keeps adding up and keeps being billed to you automatically and you have to call and cancel. So keep in mind, read that fine print. If it's something that's free, it should be free, not just paying the shipping and handling. And if it is that and you want to still try it, that's fine. Just realize that there's probably some point, whether it's a week, 10 days, a month, something in there that tells you that if you don't cancel this by this date, you're going to get more. And then of course, follow up and make sure that your credit card isn't charged and don't just forget about it and have the product actually pile up, which I've seen recently with a family member who should know better, but they fell right into this trap too. So you know what, even if you're an educated person, apparently, you know, you can oversee that and look for that miracle cure. So be aware. And you know what, if you've got somebody in your family that is in the fitness industry, talk to them about it before you even sign up for that free trial. I certainly wish this family member had. And that way we wouldn't be dealing with 
some of the things that we are right now. But anyways, there's always a solution to everything. And the moral of that story is that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Now, this is a new one that I actually had not even heard about until I started doing some research on these things. And there's actually a website that can claim to um, help you lose weight by way of hypnosis and by emailing you their hypnosis tips or I'm not really even sure how they do it. <laughs> but basically, it's an, an ad for an online membership to this spiritualism website. And it's not really a weight loss idea at all. So the reason this type of scam actually works, because you might be wondering if it's not really weight loss, then how does it even work and how do people even sign up for it, is the fact that it's partly grounded in some medical research. And medical research is always interesting because you can twist it around to be half empty, half full, half whatever you want it to be. So sometimes you have to not just look at one study, but you have to look at other ones as well and kind of take the overview. Now there are actual hypnotherapists who do work with obese people and help give them some of that willpower. They use self-affirmations like your I am statements and they help to increase their self-esteem and they set goals. And this is all basic things that we're doing anyway. So thinking that you need that from a hypnosis is really not necessary. You just need to read a little bit. Now, of course, some people do need it, and so I'm not saying that they don't, but you know, when it comes to um, a hypnosis website, I'm not quite sure if it's really anything more than a support group. So maybe you need to find a support group, and most of the time, those are free. So check out, make sure you are doing your own research before you start committing your hard-earned money to anything. Now, the last type of weight loss infomercial thing that you need to watch out for is those really long, long websites where you just keep scrolling down and down and you really don't find out what the name of the product is, but instead it's really referred to kind of loosely in testimonials. Um, people talking about how great their weight loss was and everything but mentioning the product by name and mentioning the ingredients and until maybe... You get down to the very end of that website and there's a credit card there that you can see and you can click on and you can order now and you're all excited about reading all of the different testimonials. But like anything else, if it looks like a commercial, it probably is a commercial. So again, read the fine print and do your research. When it comes to getting in shape, it's not easy. It's not hard if you do the right things, but there is nothing out there that is a miracle cure, whether it's a certain exercise program or eating plan or pill. It's a combination of just doing the right things and doing them regularly, consistently, and just doing the best you can each day. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.